guys! What's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the RCDO Buck Show. And today, oh my god, it's the first time I've done this ramble of positivity since November 19th of last year. If you guys are unaware of these episodes, I would do them very, very frequently in 2018 because, of course, that's when I really needed to acknowledge all the good that was happening in my life. But last year, again, I I don't remember doing that many of them, only while I was traveling. So maybe about four out of the, I don't know, out of the 30 episodes or out of, as, as a matter of fact, yeah, about 35 of the episodes. So here I am. Today, kicking off the number 36 of this series. Now, when it comes to this, it's just all about acknowledging whatever it is that I am just so grateful for in that specific moment. Now, before I get into the details of yesterday, I'm going to give a big shout out to all my ESL listeners. Another 1,000 like play, you know, splurge uh, or spiel. And now it has eclipsed the 80,000 total mark, uh, 2,000 plays over the last seven days, uh, I hit, like, man, oh my god, like, 7,500 over the last 30 days, and nine, almost 20,000, almost 20,000 plays in the last 90 days. Now, remember, this podcast has almost been, the two-year anniversary is coming up March 27th, but to see almost 20, um, 25%, of the plays that I have now have come in the last three months compared to 75% of those that have come in the last, what, 21 months, or let's just say about 19 months. So, I mean, it just, it goes to show you that this thing is blowing up. And of course, this all, I have to give big, great thanks to BuzzFeed and BuzzFeed. I'm giving my grace to you guys because, you know, he emailed me the first time, didn't know what it was. He emailed me again. I read it and he said, you know what? You've been featured on our blog on BuzzFeed as having the number five ESL podcast in the world. And honestly, I'm just going to say that again, I have the number one. I know I have the number one because when I look at the number one person who's Rachel, I, I forgot who it is, not Rachel English. She's YouTube. But there are just these two women who are on uh, at the number one mark. But the thing is, they don't go over a they don't have a systematic approach. They don't do coaching. They don't bring international speakers on to speak about a variety of different topics from abroad. Uh, they don't do the TOEFL, the IELTS, this to that. They don't have a system, a structure. They they're not building like I'm doing. Like I had a vision. Going from like four, uh, what, five to six levels and then switching to business English and implementing that, which is going to be probably another or an additional three to four years uh, on top of everything else that I'm doing. I mean, mine, I, it's just it's just amazing how it just all happened. So 80,000 plays total, 20,000 of those coming over the last three months uh, and just just. I can't I can't be grateful enough. So big thank you to everyone who is listening to my English language podcast. Um and you know that's first the gratitude. That's the big step of gratitude. And BuzzFeed, thank you so much for featuring me on your blog. Um I'm guessing that possibly had gotten, you know, a little bit of exposure or whatnot, but you know, again, my flock. Uh, when they hear my voice, they could, you know, they come after you, you know. Again, it's not so much having the number one ESL podcast. I think that's going to be amazing, or it is amazing, because I know I do have the number one right now. It's just, I just started mine, what, a couple years ago, uh, as opposed to, you know, the the top two who have started theirs back in, like, 2014 and 15, but mine is just fire. It's just such an amazing, systematic approach, and 
You know, I fell out of one thing. There was a little problem last year that I was supposed to bring this guy by the name of Ben Worthington on my podcast about a year ago uh, today. Uh, and he has, like, a huge IELTS podcast and, of course, a YouTube following and this and that. But because Skype sucks and because, you know, the, the scheduling and this and that, so many things happen, I just ended up, like, blocking the email because he just never got on. Like, I, I was waiting for him, like, for such a long time. We tried scheduling it three times. I went into the room three times and waited for him. He just never came. And I'm like, you know what? Goodbye. So I blocked that lady's email, and I just let that shit go. But again, when collaborations happen or when they come, I love to do them. So for everyone else who I've reached out, reached out to on Instagram at some point in time, I still have your messages. So do not try to come around me and say, oh, I would like to get on your podcast now, although I sent you an invitation at the dawn of my podcast. And so, again... Gary Vee has that approach, whereas if someone was so negative, he'll be like, oh, okay, you know what, I can't, you know, there was one guy, I forgot, there was one instance with Gary Vee where this guy was like, get the hell out of here, you're a wine guy, and this and that, and next thing you know, the guy comes about and just completely forgets the whole thing two years later after Gary had blown up, and Gary just invited him in. Uh Uh-uh, I want to make an example out of you, that people like you will come around And you are not congruent whatsoever because what you were thinking, what you say and your actions, they're completely all just completely discombobulated. So I'm going to go so far to say, hey, this is a prime example of people who will creep up on you when success comes to you. Me, I'd like to say, hey, you guys could just be in the audience. Thank you for your support, and that's the end of it. I'm not going to be negative and say, yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely not. No way, no way, no how. I don't give a damn about any of that. I don't give a damn about being negative. I just speak the truth, okay? And if the truth involves me being an asshole, hey, so be it. I might have to do that from time to time. But nonetheless, guys, going into what happened yesterday, what a beaut, man, I went to a wedding. Now, this is a girl that I've hit a massive amount of projects with, uh, you know, going to one of the big banks and then, you know, the, te- the technology review company. And then, of course, one of the biggest car dealerships in the world uh, or in Japan that is actually out here. We got that gig uh, just a few weeks ago. And so she invited me to her wedding. I'm like, absolutely. And so the guy that, of course, she's marrying is another ex-colleague of mine who I used to work with way back about four years ago, uh, three years ago, last time I saw him was probably around 2017, but I saw him at immigration last year, didn't know he was dating her, then he told me yesterday that he was hiding all, all, you know, all of it from me, and I'm like, dude, I rarely even see, I see like once or two times a year, and that's if the lines, you know, that's if the universe aligns us together, right? (sighs) Nonetheless, I had to take This train, and it sucks so much because today is actually the very first day where the train opens at 6 a.m., so I'll never have to ever, ever, ever sit in traffic anymore. I could go directly from where I am anywhere to another another spot, and I'll just save. Listen, what would be like a 45-minute commute is going to be like a six-minute commute now, and so that is... In, in its own, it's just so gratifying. I'm so grateful for that. But yesterday, I had to take it and wrap around the entire country, you know, the entire city. But now I could just do a straight shot right into an area that I need to go in, such as like in two weeks. I could just take this little train. I could go straight into this place, and then that's the end of it. So I'm very, very excited about that. But nonetheless, guys, 
I went all the way around, had a huge stomach problem, had to get off, use the toilet, get off, and they had to take a taxi. It was so weird because I got in a taxi. There was no, there were no grab taxis at that time around there. So me, I'm just like, oh shit! All right, here we go. You're gonna have to taxi at our studio now. My old me, two years ago, he would have said, fuck that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Nah, nah, just call it off. But I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. This is a goddamn wedding, so shut your ass up. It's like the devil and the angel on what you know, one shoulder and the other one on the other, you know, on the opposite. So I got in the taxi and I was like, uh, uh, yo, nah, yo, nah, uh, yo, yo, yo. And I was telling him, I was like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, let me explain. Uh, meaning go down this road, turn left, okay, and then chaya, what is it, chaya pruk, uh, leo kwa. Okay, that means on this road, Chayapruk, Leo Kwa, meaning turn right. And he's like, you Rujak, meaning, do you know? I said, yes, I Rujak. He said, okay, okay. I said, oh, go, thank God. So he drove all the way down. I told him, about one kilo out, turn right. He said, okay. I said, okay, Mer- uh, merge left. That means like, uh, so, what is that, Sai Mung? And then I told him to do a U-turn underneath this bridge and tell him to turn a left. And then we were on this narrow road. And I was like, where the fuck am I going? But, of course, on the map, this is where I'm supposed to be going for this goddamn wedding. We go down the road, we go down the road. Next thing you know, there's a goddamn temple. I don't see any people. I told him to drop me off right there. He said, okay, I gave him a tip. Alrighty, I started walking down. Next thing you know, I see these big-ass cows. And I'm like, fuck me. Now, if you guys have checked out my Instagram, you probably can't see the ultimate big cow. This is the biggest cow I've ever seen. Motherfucker had at least 7,000 stomachs. All right, and then next thing you know, they're burning trash right around there. I'm like, see, this is the shit that makes me very, very angry. You poor motherfuckers need to stop burning fucking plastic. That's fucking cancer. All right, and I was just looking. I was like, Arsenio's the wedding. It's the wedding. Don't get any water. Don't try putting it out. You don't want to get it in a fight. You don't want to fight any monks. Next thing you know, they're going to record you. You're going to be blown up as this black monster that lives in Thailand. <gasps> just take your ass to the wedding, okay? Hold your breath, which I did. Had the mask on. Ran through the smoke. And I'm all good. So I get to this place. I see a whole bunch of monks walking out. And I realize that at 7.09, they had the monk ceremony. And I'm like, okay. This has to be the place. So I walk in, and I'm like, okay, everyone's wearing pink. Walk upstairs. I saw her. I saw him. And then I saw uh, some guys that um, they gave me the gig. Well, they didn't give me the gig. She, the wedding, the groom, okay? Or I'm sorry, not the groom. The bride. I hate these goddamn vocabulary terms. The bride gave me this job, but the guy, you know, he wanted to call me in and to go over some things and do this and do that. And it it was just a crazy thing that had happened about, like, a year ago, probably around May. Uh, But they know I'm the shit. They know that I get all the gigs. They know that I get a good, a fair amount of money. So I'm very, very happy about that. But nonetheless, guys, it's not so much about the money. It's about... Those developing relationships or the relationships and, you know, seeing his son who helped me at one of the big workshops back in June of 22nd and 29th of last year and uh, saw his girlfriend. Holy shit. She's like a model and she's so wonderful. Great English. Just very open minded, you know, to to see a Thai girl. 26 years old, that unbelievably beautiful, but that humble and that open. That was really awesome to see. So. Next thing you know, I go downstairs, I'm over here signing some things, I'm over here talking to a couple of people, and uh, boom, out of nowhere, I look to my right, and there he was, up him. Guys, who the fuck is this guy? Guys, this was the boss before the dickhead. Now, back for you guys, back in Ashburn, Virginia, if you guys still listen to me, you guys know the entire story from 2016 and 2017. There was a switch. 
of coordinators at my job. Upham was the previous one who had hired me to begin with, was straight out of New Zealand. This guy was amazing. He didn't discriminate. He said, AJ, I see you're free. Here, here, here. He did a great job in distributing classes. But then came 2017, they unwittingly and just forcefully kicked his ass to the curb. And, or I'm sorry, yeah, not to the curb, to the curb. And then they let this cocksucker, I'm not even going to say, that's just vulgar. But they let this wife tourist by the name of Harry in. And he fucked everything up. He didn't like me because what I said about him and him being a wife tourist. And I didn't even really say that about him, but he was holding things that I said on my podcast a year before against me. My workload and my classes, everything went down the drain. My salary went down the drain. There was nothing anymore. And I was like, oh, hell no. And so that was the end of me working at that job because then I got kicked out from this bullshit-ass company, Toshiba, uh, which you guys have probably heard of. And, and then th- there is his threats where, I don't think you're good enough. All that bullshit, right? Of course, it's so funny now because, of course, I'm the king of the fucking world now. But looking back on that, Upham, me and him, we talked for like, I don't know, maybe two hours, you know, on and off, you know, this and that. We're talking about, of course, the virus and this. And I was like, hey, so how's everyone over there at the uh, at the job? He was like, yeah, well, Ian. Now, Ian was the guy that was two-faced as fuck. He was the guy that would go in, give me chocolates, and then he would, like, send my YouTube video to the head coordinator in, in, here in Bangkok, so, you know, trying to get me in trouble and to get me fired. He was this type of fucking vicious character. Well, Ian has a rapidly deteriorating health. Uh, He cannot walk much anymore. He's semi-retired. And I'm like, Ian, I really hope you're at peace with what you've done. With the things you've said about people from Myanmar. Yeah, and this is the last time I saw him. It was about two years ago in April. Or March, as a matter of fact. And, you know, he's just a racist, two-faced, vile human being but now he's knocking on that door and i'm like dude and saying all of that i hope you can rest in peace like i have no hard feelings towards you because i knew this this time was gonna happen like all the things that you've said about me and all the things that you've tried doing i knew was gonna come back and haunt you and i don't wish ill will upon anyone like that i just hope that you can make peace with yourself Out of all the things you've said and the actions you've taken and the people you've taken advantage of, especially broken down Thai women, I hope you can really rest in peace. I hope when you're on that bed in your final moments, I hope you can say that you had a successful life. Or I hope you could say sorry to yourself and forgive yourself for all the things you've done. And I told you guys that this was going to happen. The guy, Harry, the one that said, I don't think you're good enough. He rarely comes around. He rarely works now. And of course, he's going to be in that same boat. So the guy who was saying, I don't think you're good enough. You're not this. You're not that. Remember those crazy ass podcasts I made back in two th- early 2018? You know, me saying, okay, resignation in and all that. It all came back to haunt them. And I'm like, guys, see, I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. You cannot pile your emotion. I'm not emotionally responsible for your discrimination, your, 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 your tribal perception of who I am. Two years later, look at what's happening in my life. Unbelievable. But look at them. I have no, no negativity towards any of those guys. But I just saw insecurity. Three years ago when I was being chastised and criticized. 
in that meeting room with Harry. Harry now, who's basically maybe two years away from his demise. Ian now, who is probably one year away from his demise. All I can say is, man, I hope you guys can make peace with yourself. You don't need to say sorry to me. I forgave myself for accepting your opinions and for you having those available attention units within my mind for the ensuing five, six, seven months. Now, I've, I've grown past that. I'm, I'm, and, and it's crazy because here I am, I'm sitting in front of up and he's like, hey, so how long are you going to stay here? You said you were going to leave. And I'm like, it's not so much about where I'm going. It's about how much can I create? Can I create those assets online? He's like, so what's an asset? And he had that mindset, guys. He has that American mindset. It's not his fault, but he thinks having a house is an asset. If you live in a house, it's a liability. How much land tax are you paying? How much government tax are you paying? How many maintenance fees are you paying? Do you, do you have a mortgage? Did you build the house from ground up? Who owns the house? See, he doesn't even own the house. His goddamn girlfriend owns the house. So if she wakes up one day and says, get the fuck out, he loses everything. That's one of the biggest liabilities in the world is having a house with a woman in this country. And so even looking at what's happening, you know, with um, a couple of others, um, you know, I think uh, he said the Nelson, the one that I had to, you know, let go because he was becoming very weird. Um, and, you know, uh, Nelson was uh, the Ugandan warrior I had mentioned on a number of occasions. Well, Nelson and I, we had a fallout, as we normally do, probably every two to three years. And I remember that we were supposed to meet up and Nelson was like, oh, no, I'm only going to come if you're off all day. I said, dude, I got to make money. I am not. You are not that type of person where I'm going to take off all this. This is about a year ago because this is when my salary was thin as fuck. I messaged him while I was out there in uh, Dalat, you know, trying to get the fuck out of that place after my flight had been canceled. And I was talking to these Korean guys. And then I heard his tone within the first minute. He was just complaining about. You know, something about value, friendship, and about what had happened between the both of us. And I remember I was sitting on my bed in the hotel, waiting for my friend to come so we could go over some things, you know, so me, so I could get the hell out of Dala. And I was listening to it, and I looked at, the, I looked at his photo, and I was like, goodbye, Nelson. That's the end. Because I'm very quick with negative people who do not value me, my time, and what I'm trying to achieve. Like, you knew that I was razor thin with money. You like three hours is the time that we normally spend. And after those three hours, I was going to go to work. He said, no, I'm only going to come if you're off all day. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. That's very selfish of you. But at the same time, I know that you have to commute all the way down here. But now that the train lines are now officially open in your area, your neck of the woods, there are no excuses. It's only going to take you about two dollars to get down here in like a 25 kilometer or like a 15 mile span. So what's the point? You, you know, so. Nelson had to let him go. Um, I guess a lot of new teachers had come in. They even hired a guy from Peru, from Peru, and he's a full-time teacher. Can you believe that? I'm happy because I know people from Peru. I don't know, unless he's like a white Peruvian, but he's more of my skin complexion. So for them to hire him as a full-time teacher and to teach English is a huge step forward for the company. So I'm very grateful for that. You know, it's just, it's not, it's not like they're hiring some over 50 retiree who's just like a toxic, you know, he's a toxic soul of humanity. But hearing all these stories and sitting in front of them and talking about assets and the liabilities and this and that and telling them, you know, all my successes, because I know he's going to go back to work today and say, yeah, I actually saw uh, AJ. Oh my God, you saw AJ. 
You say, yeah, man, he's building these courses online. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's in Bangkok. He's doing an amazing job. That's going to be such a good smack in the face for everyone out there. It's going to be really, really good. And, and, and it's not a smack in the face. I don't care. I'm not trying to prove to anyone anything. Negativity is no longer the driver of what I'm trying to achieve. And so, in saying that, he, I never had a personal vendetta against him. It was the guy that came after him. The one that's basically right on out. So, you know, he's, he's basically leaving the body and domain anytime soon. But, it was so good for me. I wouldn't say it was closure, but it was good for me to say, yeah, look at me now. I had to leave. And I didn't want to tell him that I left because of this and I wasn't getting that much work or this. No, I left because that society was was cancer. Those people in Rungsit, which is just north of Bangkok, are toxic. They're cancer. They're racist. The job was racist. The students were racist. The students were, they weren't driven. They were being pushed to learn English. Now, I see people coming into my class full of smiles, full of giggles. You know, I'm just, I cannot be grateful enough that I've overcome that. So in saying all of that, it sounds like he's okay. It sounds like he's in good health. Upham. Tong is the other guy who's the ex-boss, of course, of Upham. And then Harry, you know, as a matter of fact, Harry that followed Upham after that. He actually let, uh, the, the guy who got married yesterday, he let him go too. Just as he let me go. And because we just weren't getting work. And it's because he was giving all his older buddies work. And he had preconceived notions and bullshit-ass perceptions of what we could and couldn't do. Which is very fucking funny. Because everything he said I couldn't do, I'm doing on a ridiculously grand scale now. Guys, do not, this is, your, this is your thing, do not let the negative opinion or opinions of other people who do not know you or other opinions in general become your reality. Remember I told you about that crazy ass guy on Instagram, you know, he was sending me messages and, hey, you little cunt, Dr. O, Kun O, I'm like, who the fuck is this Kun O and why are you calling me a cunt? I'm not a cunt. Okay, my face doesn't look like a vagina. First and foremost, that's very, very rude. Okay, that's the moment. I didn't message him back. I just blocked him. Uh, And of course, he disappeared after that. But in saying that, those negative opinions, they don't exist to me. They just don't. And that's when you become successful. When you let those things no longer affect who you are as an individual. You know who you are as an individual. And this is the beauty of life in general. And so this is what I'm so, so grateful about because I can't believe I've been able to overcome all the craziness that is happening right now or that has happened in my life. Simple fact because I no longer let the negative opinions become my reality. This is a monument. You know what? 45 days into this goddamn year. People over here, I see like little, I see rose petals outside my door, like in the corridor in my condominium. And I'm like, oh, that's so wonderful. And I'm grateful for them because I get to see those. I saw some ladybugs for the first time. I don't think I've brought this up, but last time I saw ladybugs around in my condo and stuff like that, I had one of the most amazing years of my life back in 2016. Although 2000 and obviously last year was far better than 2016, but 2016 was memorable because that was the beginning of the new me. That was when I went to Vietnam and got a revelation. That's when I went to Bali and I damn near cried when I left. 
that's when I went to Malaysia and stayed at the Sheraton Hotel. There were monumental moments. And then that was the moment that I should have left and moved here to Bangkok. But it's all good because everything happened the way it should have happened. Here I am now looking at the statistics of my podcast, looking at the statistics of my website, looking at the people who are following me, looking at, my, looking at the listeners, hearing the listeners, seeing everything that is happening in my life right now. And it's all because I've stuck through it. And I said, Arsenio, okay, what is your vision? Who do you want to become? That's what you have to ask yourself. So if there's anything you could take away from this podcast in that wedding, right after that wedding, I was grateful to see them. I was grateful for them to to see them put rings on each other's hands, you know? Having conversations with this lady about Oregon and Washington and Wyoming and these beautiful hills and the other guy and, you know, saying, okay, after I ate, hey, I got to get out of here. I got things I got to do. Those were those beautiful moments that I will cherish forever. So in saying that, guys, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful because I can't believe I've been able to overcome the negative opinions of everyone out there. And now... Look where I am. And I still believe, just like Gary Vee, he says he's just scratching the surface. This guy, what? We're talking about 300 million assets. Who knows? I don't know what his things is. I don't know net worth or any of that craziness. But I'm looking at myself and I believe that I'm just scratching the surface. These 45 days are better than most of what happened last year. Because... Course after course, monument after monument, the connections, meeting the author, you know, doing these classes, the meditation, the this, the that, the workload. Uh, it's all happening. And I'm so deserving of it. And you are too. Never settle for less. Guys, welcome back to the Ramble of Positivity. I'm going to be bringing this to you a lot more often. And as always, man, I am your host. You better stay tuned for more because I have a hell of a lot more. Over and out.